Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. I'm going to preach on the liturgy today, specifically with um, reference to, can we turn this mic off please? Specifically with reference to the direction that liturgy is prayed in. For a number of years at St. Anne, Uh, we put into practice the celebration of Holy Mass during the Advent and Lytton seasons at all the Masses um, in in that posture called Ad Orientum, which means towards the East. If you notice, we didn't do it this last Advent, and we won't be doing it at Lent either. Nevertheless, it does continue at the 11 a.m. Mass and at our Thursday night Mass. This may at first sight seem somewhat odd, but allow me to explain my pastoral reasoning. Liturgical history is a wide, varied, and complex reality. Over time, many things are changed, abbreviated, and added to our liturgical celebrations. Such changes are sometimes ideological. Sometimes they are happily received and sometimes they are resisted with a good deal of consternation. There seems in regard to the liturgical direction of worship to be plenty of ideology on both ends of the extreme. A little history and a little clarification can help us to be more careful in our appraisal of the delicate tensions that exist concerning liturgy. There is a fairly consistent witness to the ancient and apostolic tradition of an orientation in prayer, whether private and devotional or public and liturgical. Some witnesses to the practice of praying towards the East are Saint Clement of Alexandria, Origen of Alexandria, Saint Ambrose of Milan, Saint Basil the Great, St. Augustine of Hippo, and St. John Damascene. In the Eastern Church, and in most of the Western Church, the common direction of priest and people at the liturgy was toward the East. In a few churches in Rome, and a few in Africa, The building was arranged so that the priest faced the people because facing the people was facing east. In those churches in Africa, it was the practice that at a certain point in the liturgy, the people also turned to face the east with the priest. Imagine that. The priest is at Eucharist, he's at the altar, And instead of watching me, you all would turn around and face the east. What ultimately becomes clearest 
after surveying the patristic witness is that the symbolism of facing east was invocative of eagerly awaiting the return of Christ in glory. Historically, facing east had nothing to do at all with facing the apse or the cross or the tabernacle. Those few arrangements of church buildings where the priests faced the people by facing east had nothing to do at all with facing the people. Both arrangements were directed toward the liturgical longing for the return of Christ. In the passing of history, many churches were no longer arranged with the entrance on the west side and the sanctuary on the east side. Likely either the topography of the place did not permit it or for some other reason was not favored or they were reusing the foundations of another building for the purpose of liturgy. In any case, the inherent symbolism of facing a common direction of east was lost to all but a few. A remembrance was maintained in the rubrics of the Roman Missal that if the altar was made facing east towards the people, the celebrant, since he was already facing the people, did not turn his shoulders to the altar when he said, the Lord be with you, or pray, brethren, or the Mass is ended. Many have forgotten this rubric. Even in places where they are otherwise attached to the liturgical tradition. It's in Ritus Servandus, part five, De Oratione, from the 1570 Tridentine promulgation of the old Roman Missal. It permitted mass to be said facing the people. The Second Vatican Council promulgated its first document about the sacred liturgy, Sacrosanctum Concilium, the Constitution on the Sacred Liturgy, on December 4, 1963. The Council laid out the principles for a renewal of the Sacred Liturgy. Many people are surprised to learn that it said absolutely nothing about the direction of the priest at Mass. Not one word. Those attached to Mass being said facing the people err when they consider Mass with priests and people facing the same direction to be contrary to the decrees of an ecumenical council. The first official mention is found in the document Inter Ecumenici, Instruction on Implementing Liturgical Norms, December 26, 1964, a year after the Council's document on the liturgy. In paragraph 91, when describing the designing of church buildings, it says this, 
The main altar should preferably be freestanding to permit walking around it and celebration facing the people. Its location in the place of worship should be truly central so that the attention of the whole congregation naturally focuses there. Where? Where is our focus? The altar. That's our focus. Notice carefully the language. Should, preferably, to permit. Not even this document demands mass facing the people. On January 27, 1965, the Sacred Congregation of Rights and the Commission for the Implementation of the Constitution on the Sacred Liturgy issued a reformed version of the ordinary of the Mass of the right to be served in the celebration of Mass and of the document, the defects occurring in the celebration of Mass. And number 34 of the right to be observed, the idea that if facing the people as facing east, demanded changes of the rubrics was revised. From this time on, it simply gives the option of celebrating Mass facing the people regardless of the cardinal direction. So it doesn't matter east, west, north, south. This is from 1965. It just becomes an option. The general instruction of the Roman Missal repeated this description in number 262 of the germ in 1970. And again repeated the same description in the second typical edition of the Roman Missal in 1975. By this time, mass facing the people was widespread, such that it was uncommon to find a mass celebrated according to the revised Missal of Paul VI in the older common direction of Ad Orientum. On April 20th, 2000, John Paul II promulgated a third typical edition of the revised Roman Missal. The germ slightly changed the wording of this description. It now reads in number 299, the altar should be built separate from the wall in such a way that it is possible to walk around it easily and that mass can be celebrated at it facing the people, comma, which is desirable whenever possible. This last phrase was taken by some to mean that mass celebrated facing the people was desirable whenever possible. A European cardinal petitioned the Congregation for Divine Worship and the Discipline of the Sacraments for a clarification on the meaning of this phrase and whether number 299 constituted a norm according to which the celebration of Mass versus apsidem, facing toward the apse, is to be excluded. The congregation responded on September 25th, 2000, 
in the negative. This is protocol number uh, 203600L. Nevertheless, the congregation reaffirms that the position toward the assembly seems more convenient inasmuch as it makes communication easier without excluding, however, the other possibility. At the end of the reply, the congregation makes a highly important point. There is no need to give excessive importance to elements that have changed throughout the centuries. What always remains is the event celebrated in the liturgy. This is manifested through rites, signs, symbols, and words that express various aspects of the mystery without, however, exhausting it because it transcends them. Taking a rigid position and absolutizing it could become a rejection of some aspect of the truth which merits respect and acceptance. We would err precisely in the way that the congregation warns us against, either by holding that mass celebrated facing the people is wrong, or by thinking erroneously that the older orientation of liturgy has been prohibited or is somehow contrary to the conciliar reform. There are a number of issues that arise around liturgy, and far too often they are dealt with according to agendas and ideologies, both by priests and by the laity. The sacred liturgy is not a game to be used to advance ideologies or even merely to impose our preferences and taste. The most traditional posture for the celebration of liturgy at St. Anne Parish is actually facing the people because it is facing east. That is the ancient apostolic tradition. Still, an aspect of the truth of liturgical orientation where faithful and priest are commonly directed to the same point is also given wonderful expression at our solemn mass here at the 11 a.m. Regardless of the direction which priest and people face, either common direction towards the apse, altar, and tabernacle, or towards the east, with priests and people facing the altar from opposite sides, the sacred liturgy is always celebrated towards God, through Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. As St. Augustine preached to his people in Africa, who were accustomed to turn towards the east during the sacred liturgy, does not God say, be converted to me? The scriptures are full of it. Be converted to me, be converted to me. For what does this mean, be converted to me? 
It does not just mean that you, who were looking toward the west, should now look toward the east. That is easily done. If only you did it inwardly. That is not easily done. You turn your body around from one cardinal point to another. Turn your heart around from one love to another. Conversi ad dominum. Turn to the Lord. From the consternation of some who erroneously think ad orientum worship is a rejection of conciliar liturgical principles, to those who erroneously claim ad orientum as the only authentic posture at liturgy, we end up reducing the liturgical event to squabbles and ideologies. I must also take into account the realities of parishes around us, the experience of visitors who may not have the benefit of good pastoral explanations for the differences in liturgy found at St. Anne, as well as the liturgical tendencies of my brother priests in the presbyterate of the Diocese of Phoenix. Therefore, I think it best to maintain the ad orientum worship at the 11 a.m. Sunday Mass and the Thursday evening Mass with allowance for this legitimate posture for solemnities and feasts while maintaining the versus populum posture at the rest of our masses. I would not have it that the liturgy ends up going through substantial revisions in practice from pastor to pastor. I do not wish to rigidly insist on one orientation or the other at Mass. Rather, I would have us all turn our hearts toward the Lord in mutual respect and charity for legitimate difference. May the tensions over the liturgy fade away from our mind and hearts and give place to the Spirit of Christ. My brothers and sisters, conversi ad dominum, turn yourselves to the Lord. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.